um, Lorenzo Davids is the CEO of the Community Chess, joins us now on Zoom. You can watch us live on our Facebook channel. Lorenzo, last year we were sitting on very comfortable couches, eating bultong and drinking non-alcoholic beer here in studio. Now we're talking to each other via, um, via Zoom. It's a very difficult time for many people, particularly fathers, but I want to talk to you, particularly in the welfare and the community development space of Unemployed fathers, fathers who have lost their jobs, fathers who are struggling to to provide for their families. You speak to a lot of these people, a lot of these men. What are they telling you? Are we struggling to hear you there? Yeah, the, no. Oh, there we go. So can you hear me now? Here we go. Lester, thank you. Uh, yeah, I recall last year with great fondness. And, and, and this year is a very tragic occasion, I think. We have lost so many people during COVID-19, especially fathers. We have, we've had the tragedy of, of, of multiplying poverty, um, just grip households during this period, mm. an unemployed population that grew during COVID-19 of some 2 million people. So, so, so all of this data just compounds the already uh, um, difficult role that fathers play in this space. And, and as I talk to them, it is a painful, painful one. You know, Lester, I had a father on the phone. He's an older man, uh, called me from the Northwest province, uh, about two weeks ago. And he, he's a farmer and he says, my farm is dead. He says, the workers on my farm have no food. Myself and my wife have no food. We eat one meal a day. And he says this to me. He said that, uh, we are both diabetics. And, and I fear she is going to die any moment. Oh. And you just had a sense of this national pain that fathers are, are, are living with across the spectrum. And it's a very difficult moment uh, to, to live out sensibly that, that role of carer, provider, protector, mm. along with your partner. And, and I think much of that is related to gender-based violence as well. The fact that, that there is this powerless role that results in violent power. And, and that's a very complex part of the South African gender-based violence narrative. Mm. How then are men, ex- how then should we then frus- express our frustration, express our concern, express our uncertainty and our fear? I guess that is so important by allowing not only our partners, but especially allowing our children to see that, to, to show our vulnerability. I, I, I keep saying this, and I think safe spaces to talk. It's just that ability to talk. I mean, this particular program that you host now, this is such a key outlet. It's such a, for me, it's an outlet to be able to talk about it. My wife is sitting next to me over there, and, and she's uh, making like she's not listening to me tonight. And that's cool because I have you to talk to. <laughs> and she's laughing. Oh, hello. How are you, man? <laughs> but, but it's because I can talk with you. Mm. And, and that list is the message you must get. There must be somebody you can talk with mm. and talk to. And, and, and that's the missing part in South Africa. We are, we are asked to be such smart, brilliant, powerful people. Mm. And yet inside we are crying out for somebody just to listen to our story. Mm. And, and, and you've created this space for us. But I hope there are spaces like these created for just ordinary men mm. to come and talk. It's, it, it is part of our healing. When we talk about poverty and the violence of poverty, it's, it, it's inflicted on all sectors, men, women, particularly children. Who are we supposed to turn to when children uh, 
turn, they turn to their parents, they turn to the father figure. Who are we as men to turn to when we don't know whether we're going to be paid at the end of the month, when our salaries have dried up, when, when we are frustrated? Who do we turn to? I have no idea because when I, when I see the levels of violence, I think, who is reaching out to these people? You know, I've been in South African prisons. I've been in South African courts. I've spoken to men at the brink of death. Uh, a few weeks ago, I spoke to someone that's on the brink of committing suicide. And I just go, all, all they need is someone who will just be there. You know, when I was, uh, I was 15 years old and, and I, we grew up in foster care. I grew up in foster care with eight other children. And, and my brother who, who lived with us, uh, you know, um, we forgot to take the washing of the line one day. And, and for that, there was great discipline. If you forgot to, to take the washing of the line, you would know if this, you know, in the seventies and eighties that you were, you were disciplined. And, and, and he forgot to take it off. And I took it off for him just before the, the dew came down on the washing because, you know, you, the washing shouldn't get wet at night. But he wrote me a note that night. He put it under my pillow and he put a note under my pillow, which I'll never forget. And he said these words to me. It was a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote. And he wrote it down and he said to me, nothing inspires a man more than to know that someone believes in him and is willing to trust him. And, and that's what's missing. So, so in the big violence dialogue, Lester, um, when you experience systemic violence, you experience employment violence, you experience the violence of poverty, you experience the violence of disempowerment, these, these, these uh, cascading levels of violence. When you come home as a man or when you live, when you stay in your community, your instinctive response is to be violent. Mm -hmm. And we have to lift the cascading levels of violence of men because that's part of ending violence against women and children. Um, the, the, the pressure, the pressure, the collective pressure that families face in the society, poverty, hunger, education, funding, lack of funding to pay for your child to go to university, et cetera, et cetera. All of that has, has created mm -hmm. the cascading levels of violence that men face. And who do they talk to? You're asking the right question. Lorenzo Davids is the Community Chess CEO raising some pertinent issues. Thanks so much for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. I promise you next year you'll be right here on the couch enjoying a non-alcoholic beer with me. <laughs> Lorenzo Davids <laughs> is the Community Chess CEO. We are talking about dads in the time of COVID-19. Not only dads, but dad-like figures, people who come into our lives and fill that gap.